0: The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380
1: The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by
0: Automotive Color and Supply.
1: Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, December 9th, 2023. Along with producer co-host Brandon Podgorski, I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in. I bit my lip when I said so much, uh, but we're we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Uh, if you would like to be part of the show, you have a comment, suggestion, opinion, or rant, etc. Hey, give us a text on the text line at 46862. That's 46862. Please put TS in front of your message if you will. Uh, there are other live shows in the building this morning, so uh, we don't want to be uh, confused with others. But uh, a lot going on in the world of sports. We'll uh, we'll talk about that. Fort Wayne Comets in action last night at the Coliseum, and they played the Tulsa Oilers for the first time this season, and were victorious a score of four to two over the Oilers in front of 6,917 screaming fans at the Coliseum in ECHL hockey. Uh, we will be chatting with Shane Alberani a little bit later on the show and get his take on that plus uh, other games from the weekend. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to Shane at, uh, well, right around 945 or so this morning, um, this uh, little Public service announcement. Blake Sebring will be at the This and That store on North Anthony Boulevard doing a book signing. And uh, he will be signing the book Brave at Heart. The, uh, that's the story of Mark Davidson and his journey, uh, well, through life and cancer. And uh, so the uh, the book signings continue. He's been a, uh, a, a big Fan of this and that over on North Anthony. It's at 3436 North Anthony. It's next to the new Willies. If you've been to the Willies, which I've been to the new Willies. And, uh, yes. Anyway, uh, right there, uh, close to Concordia High School. So he will be once again this and that today from 10 to 2, 3436 North Anthony. Also, we're, uh, we're going to be talking this morning, of course, with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We will do that. And we're also going to be talking uh with the head coach of the Fort Wayne spacemen, Lincoln Kaylee Schrock. There's a big dedication of a rink tonight uh at the Camlin Ice House, and he's going to tell us more about that. And he'll also fill us in on how the spacemen are doing and uh they're, they're doing very well. So we will talk to Shrocky a little bit later on in the show as well, probably about the bottom of the hour. But, um, but I've been, uh, rambling for a few minutes. Eh. Good morning, Brandon. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Well, what's, what's new in your world?
2: Wrapping up the semester there at Trine and, you know, some exciting sports news for them. Both the men and the women are in the top 20 right now in the D3, D3 rankings. So, Coach Brooks and uh, Coach Rang got him going right now, so that's been pretty fun.
1: Coach Rang, he, he uh, uh, was, let's see, was he the South? I think he was the Southside uh, yeah, sure. boys coach at one time. Anyway, uh, yeah, former Southside coach. Uh,
2: and I know he started as an assistant at Trine and now has taken over mm-hmm. and just continued to, to build that program. And, um, you know, our women's basketball team, year in, year out, one of the you know, top teams, if you're thinking about top 25 in the in the country. So, a lot of good basketball going
1: on right now here in uh America, Oh, yes. Indiana. And, oh, my gosh. Yes, indeed. Look at those PFW Mastodons. Oh, Men rolling. and women. Oh, my goodness. And they got a doubleheader, I think,
2: today at the Coliseum. Yes. I think the women play first at 4 or 5, and then the men right after. They're giving out like, free little miniature balls. So, I'm thinking about taking my son. And I think students get free shirts. So, um, John Nolan on the call. I think Brent Rump probably be out there, too. So, tune in and
1: you a listen to the mastodons it will it, yeah it will be uh well that that team right now is and and you you listen throughout the week on 1380 and you get the information that uh you know they are just climbing up the the division 1 polls as far as different statistical things yeah the uh, net things. rankings yeah. yeah my gosh uh so all kinds of good things happening for the PFW Mastodons and Maria Marcasano as the uh the Lady Don's, you know, trucking along as well. Uh, after that, that loss to, to Iowa, my gosh, they they've been uh, well on a roll. And um, so there's uh, there's all kinds of things going on there. Uh, Indiana Tech, I'll be there today. I'll be at the Schaefer Center this afternoon. Uh, the women play Cornerstone at one o'clock today, and then the men uh, will follow with a hustle against Cornerstone at three. So I'll be doing PA for that. That will be a lot of uh, fun. I enjoy that. And of course, uh, the St. Francis Cougars and Lady Cougars are uh, well heading to Florida here within the next week. And we'll talk to Mike McCaffrey uh, after the break, and we'll we'll talk about that as well. We should all be uh, so fortunate. Yes. Yes. Go indeed. Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember our conversation? <laughs> <laughs> so. We will, uh, you know, all kinds of things going on this morning uh, and today and this weekend as well in the world of local sports. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, and you've got a, a backs over fandom podcast coming out. That, well, it came out yesterday, as it always does on Friday. What do we have this week? Yeah, looking at some new research that's coming out with Gen Z, especially
2: young men, and just some of the issues we're having getting caught up in things like online gambling and some other things going on there and how it's kind of taken them out of um, things like the the workforce and relationships and kind of maturing so just maybe a cautionary tale i'm not here to be anybody's pastor or anything but just a cautionary tale on on some of those things i think the interesting podcast that came out this week was the trine university center for sports studies podcast we had the legendary jim Shovlin join us Who? yeah the guy right to my to my left that you can't see on the radio but he's right here oh. with a really interesting story of how you got involved in radio. I've been telling everybody about this because it, it's the most unique thing ever if you wouldn't mind sharing with the audience well, sure uh,
1: I as as a lot of the listeners know I've played senior adult baseball 30 and over baseball for 30 seasons. Uh, my last season was uh, well, last year. And and throughout it, for 20 of those seasons, uh, the shortstop was none other than Mr. Tony Didier or Tony Richards, as a lot of radio people know him. And uh, we just shared a love of baseball and, uh, like I said, played together for about 20 years. Back in, gosh, I think it was 1996, we were practicing at Shove Park one one after one Saturday afternoon, just had some of the guys got together. We took some batting practice and shagging flies and things. And uh, so, you know, I was out in the outfield. I would make a catch, and as I'd throw it into uh, Tony at shortstop, you know, I would use one of my hundreds of character voices that I use when I would throw it to get his attention, and he would uh, do one of his back to me. And so, it, at the end, you know, we we continued, had a, had a good time, nice nice summer day, and and at the end of practice, he and this is how long ago it was, he said, oh, he says. <laughs> We got to get you on tape, <laughs> so I said, huh he goes, oh yeah he said with all those voices you do, so I said, <laughs> yeah okay, uh, and that was Saturday I, I happened to be off that Monday eight o five my phone rings. I pick it up, and it's Tony he goes, get in here we want to put you on tape I said, you are serious he goes yes, so I came in and, and talked to uh, the production guy Steve Brelsford and And he had me do some of the different character voices that I've done over the years. Um, I've often said I do over 100 voices, but only one or two of them are halfway decent. (laughs) But uh, after that, they they recorded those, and uh, I left. They met and talked about it and then had me do some call-in bits on Charlie Butcher's morning show on uh, 97.3 WME. So... I did that, and of course Charlie, uh, in his own uh, way, would would talk all often about his seven loyal listeners, and you know, so I believed him. You know, I thought uh, seven people. You know, so anyway, so I did some calling bits, and uh, and I don't think what I mentioned on the podcast, I was known as Lance, the macho outdoorsman. Lance, the macho outdoorsman.
2: Lance,
1: the macho outdoorsman. Yes. Okay. Mm hmm. (laughs) Yes, I was. Very much. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Well, anything but. So that got things started. Then shortly thereafter, they said, "Hey, would you like to interview to be the the sidekick, the man on the street for uh, the the morning show at WME?" And I, I said, "Sure." So I interviewed, and uh, I I beat out the other candidates. I guess there wasn't another candidate, but they just put me through the process. <laughs> so I started. I and at the time, I worked. Uh, I could go on for. I work nights for City Utilities. I was the Saint Joe Dam operator. And that meant I just I was like the Maytag repairman. I just sat there and, and watched the the pumps in the river. And uh so anyway, I get off work at six in the morning and I'd just shoot down Anthony and come out to the station by six fifteen, jump in the WME Star Cruiser is what it was called. Mm. The ugliest uh monstrosity of a vehicle. Uh, you would ever have seen, but it had a, a Marty unit in it, so you could broadcast from anywhere in it. And I used to go out and give away CDs and play games and try to fly in a lawn chair with helium balloons at the mall and almost got arrested. <laughs> and <laughs> that true <your> story. <laughs> and, no, that's it. for another show. But uh, anyway, that was that was my start in radio. And uh, now they they said also that uh, I had to have a name, so they were going to call me when I. Came on the wme show they were going to call me danger boy okay and uh i thought i don't care what you call me i'm gonna be on the radio this is great you know with no training whatsoever and so uh right before it 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 culminated and and we got things started they said we're going to change your name this was at the time when when live with regis and kathy lee was so popular they said we're going to call you Regis." regis once again i don't care so I started, and and I was introducing myself to Charlie Butcher that first morning. And uh, he said, well, uh, what? I hear you want to work on the morning show with us. And I said, yes, I do. I was had a sandwich board, and I was out in front of the Arby's on West Jefferson at the time. And he, he said, I hear you want to work with us. I said, yep, I sure do. And he said, what's your name? I said, my name's Regis. He goes, what's your last name? We hadn't talked about that at all. <laughs> Just Regis. So, oh, oh like no. no, I just blurted out Regis Saint Regis. <laughs> Brilliant. And it stuck. Yeah. And so I was Regis Saint Regis. Uh, I would do remotes for the radio station as Regis Saint Regis. Uh, I did a glamour shots uh, pose because once again Tony Richards comes into the uh, radio or into the uh, remote and says, "You know what? It'd be funny. Let's have you do a photo shoot." And we'll do a a calendar, and you'll take this out on the street, and you'll try to give it away, and nobody's wanting it. Anyway, so,
2: you know, there's people listening who've been in Fort Wayne for a long time and probably remember Regis St. Regis. And today, in the year of our Lord, 2023, oh,
1: my gosh, (laughs) it's Jim Shovel. I had no clue. And and there are still people. There there are a couple people around that will still call me Regis, but some people go, that was you? (laughs) yeah. You know, regardless of, uh, you know, whether it was anyway, that minimum wage will get you into radio. And here I am now. There you go. So. I remember
2: going into IU as a freshman in 98. And I wanted, I was a sports communication major and doing a bunch of informational interviews. I was at Channel Six in Indianapolis with their sports guys. And they said, well, what's your name? I said, well, Brandon Podgorski. Oh, no, that'd never work. All right. What's your middle name? Robert, Brandon Robert. That's got to be yep. your name. There you go. And they said, unless you want to do hockey. You can't be Brandon Podgorski. <laughs>
1: well,
2: I don't know a whole lot about hockey, so I guess I'm Brandon Roberts.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe I was going to have my middle name, which which a lot of people did. It, you know, my middle name's Edwards, so I would have been Jim Edwards. So, anyway. 46862, automotive color and supply. Text line 46862. Put TS to front of your message. out uh, a text that just came in. It says my brother was named to the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame recently. Jay was one of the owners of the Fort Wayne Fury when it was here, and he's done – uh. Uh, do things the right way, at least uh, it preaches doing things the right way. And I am sure that uh, uh, the reference here is to Mr. J. Fry, uh, who was one of the Fort Wayne Fury owners, brought basketball back to Fort Wayne after the Pistons uh, left. And, um, yeah, uh, J. Fry started out. He gave me my first uh, cortisone shot in my elbow as a high school baseball player. And I remember that vividly because I must have cried like a baby, but he was the he was he seemed like he was the original physical therapist and the best one. And if wow. you were ever hurt, go see Jay Fry. Go wow. see Jay Fry. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations for that. Four six eight six two automotive color and Supply and text line. We're gonna go ahead and step out, take a break, and then when we come back, we're gonna be talking with Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis and our weekly cougar chat. We'll do all that when we return you're listening to talk and sports power by automotive color and supply on 1380 the fan 100.9 FM.
0: Tune in to Caleb and Kenny in the morning and the Sports Rush with Fred Rump all next week to win tickets to WWE Sunday Stunner at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. Tickets are on sale now. See WWE stars Bianca Belair, The Street Profits, and Charlotte Flair, plus many more. Sunday, April 21st at the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. There's a pair to win every show, every day, all week long on Fort Wayne Sports
3: Station. Attention homeowners. Are you tired of paying too much on your energy bills? Over 90% of homes probably need more insulation. It's time you discover Koala Insulation, a premier insulation contractor serving over 200 cities. Koala's team can give you a free insulation evaluation, and there's no obligation. And then start saving money for years to come. It's one of the best home improvement return on investments you can make. So be sure to go online and book your appointment for a free insulation evaluation.
4: Outback Steakhouse is now on MyDeals Fort Wayne. You can get two $25 certificates to Outback Steakhouse for only $25. From juicy steaks, shrimp, burgers, unique appetizers, and creative cocktails, we know your mouth is already watering. They have options for everyone, including kids' meals, gluten-free options, salads, burgers, and more. Great news, they are now open for lunch daily, offering affordable lunch specials. Head over to MyDealsFortWayne.com to purchase your deal. Where else can you get a steaming hot sub piled high with grilled meats and veggies nestle up next to fresh cut fries and a hand-squeezed lemonade. This meaty, melty, massive hot mess is only at Penn Station.
5: Penn Station, grilled just for you. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL, opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal.
0: Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan
1: and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday morning, we're getting closer and closer to the Christmas holiday and of course, uh, the Saturdays surrounding Christmas and into New Year's, you won't miss a beat with talking sports. We will be here, so we will be talking local sports of all sorts all through the holiday season. If you have a question, comment, rant, opinion, etc. Do so via the Automotive Colors Applied text line at four six eight six two. That's four six eight six two. Put TS in front of your message and have the text that came in about. Uh, Jay Fry and the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame, and I, I mentioned the, uh, the the injection, the cortisone injection. Now this was in 1975, and when I went in there, they said, "Well, we'll do a little, you know, you hurt your elbow, we'll do a little injection." I thought, "Okay, no big deal," because I got out of school to do it. That was a cool part. And I'm junior in high school, and I, I got to go to the doctor on on their dime, you know. So, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Jay gets out the contraption for the uh, cortisone injection. Brandon, I swear to God, it looked like a turkey baster. This thing was gigantic. The needle was long. He had to put it in. He had to move it around the needle to get oh. to different spots. And, you know, the by the bursa sac. Uh, anyway, oh, oh. it's like uh, surgery. It's only minor when oh. it's on somebody else. The chills I got going up my back right now are the same ones I had uh there well i don't at least i'm not crying now but oh my goodness that was pain like i had not experienced. so with that said let's let's go to happier things and let's go to the talk and sports phone line powered by fire police city county federal credit union because awaiting there and probably cringing at my cortisone injection story is mr mike mccaffrey mike good morning
6: good morning jimmy you are uh you are giving me early flashbacks to the men's basketball 2010 national championship, where uh, we had to have our team doc fly out on a private plane the night before the championship game and give Dejavon Sawyer Davis a cortisone shot in his ankle so that he could play in that game. And we ended up winning a a title that year. So a lot of cortisone stories, I think uh, in, in the sports world that are not very dissimilar from yours.
1: Yes, and, and Mr. Sawyer Davis was a necessary cog in <laughs> in that too. Just a whole leading score. Yeah. Yeah. Oh what a player he was. Uh but yes, cortisone shots have come a long way. But uh boy, they were uh they were they were tough. But they worked. I tell you what, I uh I got that from uh, Mr. Fry and uh
6: the problem was that, that you wouldn't know if you broke your ankle in the middle of the game because the cortisone was in there. So that was always the fear, right, that that you would take the shot and, and you would just destroy something and you just wouldn't feel it till after the game and then realize that you had actually shattered your ankle or something was always the, the biggest fear with those things that we always talked about.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah, for six weeks you'd feel like Superman, and then you would <laughs> abuse that same ligament, tendon, bone, whatever, and then uh, when that would wear off, uh, you would... Pay the price and, and have to think back, and uh, of course, and, and that's what that's what he told me. He said, "I, if I was you, I'd, I'd write down what you're doing and things." But I went back to pitching, and things were great, and it, so, uh, oh, my pitching. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But <laughs> so the let's talk men's and women's basketball for right now. The men currently seven and three. The women eight and three, and both are heading to Florida.
6: Yeah, going to take off uh, Thursday, uh, play a couple games next weekend down in Florida. Um, we do this kind of every other year. Uh, usually is it, how it works out, which is why we don't have any home games in December. Decided to take this trip down there. Um, and then when the NAI reduced the uh, number of games that we're allowed to play a couple years ago from 30 to 28. So that that takes away a couple games that normally you would play over this break. But yeah, they are going to head down to Florida. Um, get a couple games in, hang out for a couple days after finals are over uh, coming up this week, and, and go get some competition in. And yeah, I mean, came off a tough doubleheader down at Huntington last week. The women went to overtime, uh, came up a little short, and uh, the men who were battling and battling, just uh, the, the stars for Huntington took over in the second half. Um, they've got a, they got a couple good shooters that were cold in the first half, kind of left us in it. Um, but uh, they, they came on in the second half and, and ended up getting us down there and a tough place to play. I mean, Huntington is, is not an easy place to win. Um, so, you know, sometimes you, you look at that game, and if you win, it's kind of a bonus, uh, almost like a plus-two uh, situation. But, uh, yeah, we're excited to, to go get get a break and then come back and get ready for the gauntlet of the Crossroads League as soon as we come back on January 3rd.
1: Well, let me ask you, Mike, with a, both teams traveling down to florida in a, you know a 1200 mile trip or so and and going to play some games down there what are the responsibilities and you mentioned finals culminating here just before that but still the student athletes right now focusing on while well, still you know with with the season uh, just underway and then having to to be ready for finals and stay eligible obviously but, the, you know, we've talked before about time management and, and responsibilities of the players themselves. But what does a player go through when you when you talk about, OK, we're, we got this Florida trip looming. But before that, you got finals. And then, you know, we, and then, oh, by the way, there's still there's still training. You got to get got to keep your body in tip top shape and in basketball shape, which is a cardiovascular and strength uh, bearing sport as well what you know and and what do you do as as an athletic department to i guess aid and guide these student athletes uh in in this pursuit
6: yes i mean luckily this uh the florida trip comes uh like you said at the end of a finals week so from a a class everything should be done before they leave uh when they leave on thursday uh then then they'll have all their finals completed friday is the official last day of finals but a lot of the Uh, professors do them earlier in the week and and obviously they want to get out of here just as much as the the student athletes do. Um, So this one isn't, excuse me, isn't as challenging from an academic standpoint. You know, when we talk about, um, you know, going to national championships in the spring or, you know, baseball and some of the other sports much more logistically challenging at the time of year that they play to balance around academics. Uh, Basketball is generally not one that we have to, to worry about too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, we this is the, the, the crunch week. There's some, some student athletes that we've been monitoring and talking to for the last few weeks. I've got a great assistant AD, um, associate AD Kelsey Pasalia, um, who kind of works closest with our coaches and make sure that, Hey, you know, we're, we're heading into the stretch, make sure that they get their 12 credits so that they can be eligible for the, the spring and make sure they've got 24 credits over the last two semesters. And, and all those kinds of things. But, we, I mean, we've been watching those all semester. If you wait till now, then you're probably going to slip up and lose something. So uh, she's been on it all year. Our coaches are great. We've got a student academic support services that, uh, you know, we use an early alert system in our on our campus that kind of spreads word between faculty, coaches, administration to give kind of warnings if a student is either not showing up, not turning in uh, work, uh, slipping in their grade. Um, and then, you know, we, we – we try to surround them with as much as we can. Um, And then on the the strength side, you know, this is the first year we've actually had a full-time strength and conditioning coach, which is a part of our partnership with Parkview sports medicine, which was great. Uh, Jake Turner came on board with us. So he's been working with all of our teams and making sure that whatever time of year it is, they're getting the right workouts in. So as you said, in season workouts are much different than off season workouts. So we, we make sure that we're doing the right things and the, the student athletes are getting their bodies in the best position to perform. But uh, yeah, I mean it's next week's finals week, and we'll probably have to have some tough conversations with some students over the break and <clears throat> figure out either why they struggled or um, if if some of them are maybe not able to come back in the spring. We don't have too much of that, but there's always a, a handful. So, yeah, it'll be it's still all hands on deck for us uh, administratively and then watching them, and then we'll certify eligibility here for for the, the spring uh, based off how everybody did this fall. So uh, busy time of year, more administratively. Uh, for us and it is maybe for the students as their semester winds down but uh yeah we're, we're we're trying to walk them through it hand in hand and at the end of the day these are uh, grown men and women that are taking this responsibility on themselves to balance academics and athletics and everything else that they've got going on in their lives plus most of them have to work a job so uh it's 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 not easy being a student athlete in 2023 uh, not at the small college level there's uh I don't have that $10 million NIL deal yet sitting out there waiting to spread across my department so they don't have to, to work part-time jobs.
1: We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And, and as we talk about the student-athlete and in, in the process that they must go through, and uh, as we said, time management, training, et cetera, what about nutrition? Are the student-athletes on their own and just a kind of expected to be responsible for good nutrition during, uh, during well, in and out of uh, season as well?
6: Yeah, so uh, again, with our partnership with Parkview uh, Sports Medicine, they do have a nutritionist who has come in and talked to our coaches a few times. They've talked to the team. They they work real close with our trainers. If uh, if, a, if a team wants to have a specific regiment, then we get those things. Um, but, you know, really it's more provide education, provide the guidance, uh, again, we don't we don't have the budget to sit down and say, okay, here's your meal for today. We want to make sure you're eating the right things. There's a, obviously a lot of trust that the student athletes are eating the right thing in the dining halls, or if they live off campus, going somewhere. That's one thing we try to do is make sure even our off-campus athletes have access to the dining hall. Um, so I did, uh, we have a great partnership with Creative Dining there in the in the dorms or in the residence halls. Uh, so it's, we, we provide the tools, we give them the education. We don't have again, 24-7 monitoring of what they're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, so the be- best we can do is, is try to educate them. And, and they want to be good, right? They want to be great. They want to be better. So they buy in. They do what's right. Uh, we have great student-athletes that are that are pretty responsible. So um, not a lot of day-to-day talk about nutrition or, or handling their actual uh, intake, but uh, we do provide the education necessary and, and try to, to guide them the right way to get those nutrients in them.
1: Yeah, very important uh, when... Well, I mean, you're you're always in competition for your starting position, or or the the impact of of you know aspiring to a starting position on whatever team you're uh, you're playing for. So that uh, that makes a. a and usually,
6: and usually it goes out the window when you're on the road, right, because you're picking up 50 Chick-fil-A sandwiches for the, the basketball <laughs> team after a road game or you're ordering, 20, you know, 55 pizzas after a football game. So, I mean, there's times where you just got to do what you got to do to to get the to get these uh, young men and women fed after a, a tough competition.
1: Well, I I do remember traveling with the Cougar football team back when I was doing some sideline reporting back in the day and uh, at our hotel that Saturday morning. Was the largest amount of egg McMuffins that I'd ever seen in my life. Now I wasn't <laughs> disappointed. I was happy, but that and I, I saw some uh, very uh, large people putting away uh, an abundance of egg McMuffins that morning. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you you do what you can on the road, that's for sure. But uh, yeah. so uh, as far as and I know, uh, as things wind down, getting closer to the holidays. Uh, things are winding down only to get ramped back up as the calendar turns to 2024 in the month of January for Crossroads League play. But uh, what other news do we have coming out of the University of St. Francis Athletic Department?
6: Yeah, I mean, I think right now as for this week and, and last week, really, it's been track and field indoor, getting, getting up and running, and, and went up to Grand Valley State yesterday and, and put on another pretty good performance. Uh, Alex Ebatino, uh, our All-American uh, set another school record um, in the 5K and the 3K uh, between this week and last week uh, at the Mastodon Open. Uh, so she's qualified for both events. It's top three in the country in both events. Um, so she's going to go run those at the NAI Indoor Nationals. We already know that. Uh, Joe Painter, uh, our Paul vaulter, he hit the B standard. So he's uh, he's going to Nationals. And then uh, Kiera Bahena, who's a Wayne Trace kid uh, set the school record in the 800 as a freshman. We've got another freshman, Victoria Clibon from Northrop, uh, who went top three all-time in USF history in the 5K yesterday. Um, And then Cole Sikorsky, another Northrop kid, uh, top three all-time in the 600, top four in the 800 in USF history. So, uh, you know, this program over the last couple years has done a lot of uh, school records and then those types of things, which, you know, it means we've, We've come a long way, and, and we're, we're starting to get some of those results that we wanted to see. And uh, just proud of Coach Moody and Coach Hart and what they're doing this year. And I know they're excited to, to build this thing. And hopefully, we can, uh, you know, provide some support and uh, get some things around this program that uh, that we're working on behind the scenes. And maybe in the next couple months or so, we can uh, get started on some some big improvements for that program that we would like to. But right now, they're just. Uh, they're out there just doing the best they can and, and having some great results and looking forward to, to cheering them on the rest of this winter.
1: Good stuff, Mike. Tell you what, we will uh, talk with you next Saturday morning, and uh, yeah, perhaps we'll have some information on uh, some cougar exploits down in the state of Florida.
6: Much, man. I appreciate it, Jimmy. Thank you so much.
1: All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We're going to take a break and come back with more. We'll be talking with Kaylee Schrock of the Fort Wayne Spacemen. when we return. You're listening to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM.
0: Listen to Purdue Fort Wayne Mastodon's men's basketball right here. Showtime, baby! All season long as they try to rumble to the top of the horizon league. Punch Mastodons Basketball. His three-pointer on the way. This
1: Saturday night, it's the Mastodons in Southeast Missouri. Game time, 7 p.m. from the Memorial Coliseum with the pregame show at 645.
0: Mastodons Basketball, exclusively on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
7: We know to contact Indiana 811 at least two working days before every dig. But did you know spraying a white line around your digging area means utility flags will be placed only in that area? Fewer flags in the yard, easier mowing, everybody wins.
4: Except for my kid. I don't want to mow the yard!
7: Contact Indiana 811 and white line before every project. It's the only way to dig. Learn more at 811.safedigindiana.com. Sponsored by the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission and aired by this station.
5: What does the chicken say? Uh, chicken.
3: Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> and a uh, wolf? Oh, a wolf. Uh, uh. Ooh! What
8: about the tiny dog? <laughs> Cat.
7: What does the turkey say? <laughs> well. Yeah, well, so. To the giraffe.
4: Giraffe, really? Okay. Giraffe, uh, giraffe,
3: giraffe, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail know the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now back to
0: Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan
1: and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Good Saturday morning to you. If you're out Christmas shopping, well, I'm an extra large. Uh, so, uh, with that said... You know what, Brandon, let's go to the Talk and Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on the Talk and Sports phone line is a friend of mine, Mr. Lincoln Kaylee Schrock. Schrocky, good morning, my friend.
9: Hey, good morning, and it's good to know you're an XL. I've got uh, a lot of Christmas shopping to do, so maybe I'll pick you up something.
1: Okay, yeah, that sounds good to me. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Hey, what do you think uh, before we get into the the guts of what we're going to talk about this morning? What do you think of that uh, Soto trade from the Pods to the Yanks? Oh,
9: it's really it really scares me. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, now now it's like if they get uh, Yamamoto or one of these other uh, pitchers, it's like the evil umpire is is back again, and uh, that's not a good thing for uh, the Red Sox, who finished like dead last in the division for. I think the last three years, maybe. Um, so very, very nervous right now, but um, also hoping that they make a big splash. So there's still a lot of, uh, you know, there, there's still obviously some some big names out there and hopefully the Sox can end up with uh, one or two of them.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And then, of course, the, the Otani, uh, you know, talk and just everybody waiting on, on that signing. And, uh, you know, there's a, you're, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays have been mentioned uh, in abundance about having one of the inside tracks on him, and they're an AL East team, too.
9: Yeah, I mean, that would be like murderer's row if Otani goes. Oh, my to the, goodness. Yeah. Uh, the Jays, I mean, uh, that that would not be a, a good thing for uh, Boston, obviously. But the good news as of yesterday was, you know, the, the false report um, that he was in Toronto, um, I, I, guess that, uh, you know, that reporter had to apologize for, um, you know, reporting some wrong information, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I could take at least a deep breath last night for a bit and then we'll see. I mean, with the Sox getting Yoshida, I, I am a bit optimistic that they can hopefully bring in, um, you know, Otani or Yamamoto. And there's, there's one more, uh, uh, pitcher, I can't recall his name that's from Japan that, uh pretty good i think he's probably a top 10 uh free agent at least according to mlb so you know who who knows but it's actually exciting uh time to be a baseball fan and seeing where these guys are gonna um pan out now you don't think the a's have a shot to sign otani do you jim
1: he hasn't signed anywhere yet so i'm (laughs) i'm right next to you buddy
9: Oh, hey, Otani in Vegas. Now, come on, that might be something. Uh, Think about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that might be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks for that, bud. Yeah. Hey, let's talk some Fort Wayne Spacemen. The uh, the team uh, going to be unveiling Rink 47 tonight uh, at their home game. The 6:40 start against the Metro Jets. But uh, tell us about Rink 47, Shrocky.
9: Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a big night, and you know, obviously losing Braden last year, uh, we we thought it was a great way to to honor him, and you know, rename our our home rink that the, the Spacemen uh, play in tonight, uh, which was known as Rink One. Uh, we want to change that to, to Rink 47 to honor Braden, and you know, and and hopefully, you know, as every everyone that uh, laces up the skates and you know, gates on that rink from here on out or sees that, uh, that sign will, will remember him. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough to uh, remember that loss and how much he meant to everybody. But I think it's a great way for us to show not only our appreciation for, for Braden, but you know, that that he still has an impact on people and on this community. I mean, uh, Kristen and Adam, you know, his, his parents, it's a great way to celebrate them, too, and them raising such an extraordinary young man. And for all they do in the um, community, you know, Adam used to coach. Now he's working at SDI. And, you know, uh, Kristen uh, is a police officer and has done so much. She's she's called me uh, numerous times back when she had concerns on players. And, uh, you know, so she's she's done a lot for this community. and um, And obviously they're, you know, Th- their hearts are still hurting uh, tremendously and trying to get over the loss of their son, which they never will. And it- it's an opportunity to celebrate them as parents as well.
1: Kaylee, uh, you know, can you give maybe a little backstory for some of the listeners that might not be as familiar with the story of Braden Lewis?
9: Yeah. So Braden was a kid. He uh, well, his dad, first of all, played for the Fort Wayne Comets, Adam Lewis. Uh, back, I think, in the UHL days uh, with Colin Chalk and some of those guys. And, uh, yeah, I remember watching them back when I was in, in, in high school and uh, when I was uh, actually away playing, uh, playing junior hockey. Well, their son, Braden, uh, grew up, uh, Colin used to coach him. I, I used to help him out when he was younger on the ice. And he's uh, grown up in a, as, as a youth hockey player in Fort Wayne and turned into a really good hockey player with a lot of potential and would have probably played in the North American league. Uh, but you know, he, he, was diagnosed with a geoblastoma, which is a high form of, uh, you know, an aggressive form of brain cancer. And, you know, he passed away last year, but he played for the Metro jets, which is a team that we play against, uh, the, the Fort Wayne spacemen that they're in our league. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he, he played for the Jets, and, you know, we played, he played against us and, you know, the kid had just the, the most fiery spirit, uh, the best competitor that I've ever coached against. I'm, I'm not kidding, and, and he fought his cancer the, the same way. So, you know, he his dad's a staple in the hockey community, helped coach. Braden was one of the best young players coming up through the system in Fort Wayne and had an opportunity to play, uh, you know, for for the Metro Jets. And everyone always asks, well, why didn't he play for the, the space fan And I always tell people, well, you know, we were just getting started, you know, four or five years ago when he would start his junior career and we weren't established yet. And frankly, he was too good for our program at that time. I mean, that's just the, the fact, you know. And uh, so, you know, but I had an opportunity to work with him in the, in the summers and he, he played on some adult league teams with me. And man, that kid, uh, he was he was a true gamer and he was uh, tougher than hell to, to coach against and yeah, I mean, I, I miss him, and uh, we did an alumni game in, in uh, Fort Wayne, you know, the year before he died, and had had a lot of uh, old comets that teammates of Adam Lewis come back. Colin Chalk came back, and it was a real hit. Uh, the place was uh, packed for him, and uh, and we had so much we had so much fun, and we we made some really good memories. And uh, I know Brandon Warner, he's extremely close with Adam. And part of that, uh, you know, just part of that hockey family and trying to raise awareness uh, for not only uh, this form of cancer, which is extremely aggressive, but, um, you know, just for what type of person Braden was and how he impacted not only the hockey community, but um, people in Fort Wayne.
1: Oh, most definitely. Sport One Parkview House is where it all happens tonight. How can people get involved and how can people get tickets to come on out here and see this?
9: Yeah, well, I mean, tickets are going to be unlimited. So if uh, you know if people want to check out, uh, you know, uh, our website or even uh, look us up on Facebook, there's a flyer for the game. And uh, yeah, come on out and uh, and and pack the the house tonight. Uh, it'll it'll be really fun to uh, unveil rink 47 with uh, the, the Lewis family there. And uh, you know, by the way, we're playing the um, MJDP, which Uh, There's a development team of the the Metro Jets and it's a, it's a first or second place game. So it should be some really good hockey. They beat us last night and a close one. And so it'll, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a special night and one that hockey fans uh, should get out to and they'll remember.
1: There we go. Well, Kaylee, thank you so much for joining us this morning and best of luck tonight. And this should be an event. uh, Well, that. Catches itself in uh, in local hockey history as well. Uh, very very fitting, very touching to be able to do that and honor the legacy of Mr. Braden Lewis and the Lewis family. That that's for sure. And uh, if you don't mind, uh, tell Mr. Ramsey I said hello too.
9: Jim, I appreciate you having me on to to share this information, and I will tell uh, I will tell Rammer that you said hello. Yes. Anytime, you know. Well, hopefully, you can get out for a game
6: too.
1: I'd love to. I would simply love to, so uh, I will keep, I I follow you on Facebook, and I follow the Spaceman on Facebook, so I will get on out there.
9: I appreciate it. Well, hey, uh, uh, have a, have a Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you before, and uh, if I find an extra, if if Otani signs with the A's, I will, I will get you an extra large Shohei Otani jersey.
1: Brandon, you you heard that, right?
9: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I will.
1: Okay. 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 All right. All right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Chevy Otani has to call Showy Otani. Okay. He'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. That's true. See you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you take care, and, uh, and happy holidays to you, too.
9: I appreciate it.
1: All right. Later, guys. That was Lincoln, Kaylee Schrock, head coach of the Fort Wayne Spaceman, Comet legend, and all-around great guy, baseball fanatic, and... uh Quite a uh, a good baseball player as well. A teammate of mine, a brother of mine. It, yeah, uh, what a guy. Hey, we're going to go ahead uh, real quick, take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking to another uh, baseball teammate of mine, Shane Alberani. We're going to be doing that and talk comments with him when we come back. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. All on 1380, The Fan, 100.9 FM. Caleb and Kenny in the morning.
7: Blake Sebring joining us in studio to talk about the book Brave at Heart, the Mark Davidson memoir.
2: Funniest story in the book, I think, is he got one technical in his whole career. I mean, here's the guy 6'6", 3'15". You would think a ref would be knocking their knees, you know. <laughs> and he got it for saying, you got to be kidding me. And he didn't even press
0: the ref. He just said it out loud and he got a T and he said he wanted to crawl into the pool. <laughs> you know, he made a vow he was never going to get another technical. Caleb and Kenny, mornings at 7.
7: It was a little before Christmas, so the story is told. The tree looked fantastic, but the decorations look old. No need to get worried or even show fear, because you can rely on City Glass Specialty for this special time of year. From religious decorations to ornaments and wreaths, to magnificent nativity scenes that you simply can't beat. When it comes to Christmas and holiday decorations, City Glass Specialty carries it all. Come visit our showroom or just give us a call. Our selection is huge, in fact, out of sight. A Merry Christmas to all and to all a good
0: night. This holiday season, for the best selection of Christmas ornaments, religious ornaments, wreaths, and nativities, visit City Glass Specialty at 2124 South Calhoun Street in Fort Wayne or call 260-744-3301.
8: Hoopy Insurance Services, now with over 40 years of helping to protect Fort Wayne families and businesses, operates by the golden rule. They always treat the client as they would want to be treated. They have options to find the best price for the best coverage, whether insuring your home, your property, your car, or even your small business. Hoopy Insurance Services, an independent agent representing great companies like Ohio Mutual Insurance Company, is the perfect place to find the specific coverage you want. They realize that small businesses often have unique needs, and they can tailor a policy that provides the coverage your business needs. And they work with some of the top insurance companies in the industry, like Ohio Mutual, to provide quality coverage with outstanding service. And if you ever need to file a claim, Hoopy Insurance Services is committed to serving Northeast Indiana with compassion and integrity. Because you don't need your insurance company to add to an already stressful situation. Visit hupe-insurance.com to learn more or call 486-7488. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for almost 40 years. Now back to
0: Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The
1: Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Oh, that uh, that music you heard was Pat Benatar. And uh, that is the favorite female singer of the next guest that we have on Talkin' Sports, uh who is on the talking sports phone line powered by Fireplace City County Federal Credit Union because that would be Shane Alberani Shane that was correct correct uh sure okay yeah <laughs> big big Pat Benatar fan yeah. i am i am yeah, yeah yeah well uh i'm only talking to like former uh, baseball teammates today and uh, you're one of them <laughs> indeed we played how many okay how many team names did we have when we played together oh, i know we were the geez. cubs
10: were the Cubs? Because we're Tony
1: the A's, we're okay. the Braves. Those Hold are think those are my three. Okay, okay, those are yeah. All right, I remember those yeah. And then that was uh, because when yeah you know, we became the Cubs and in Tony Dittier, Tony Richards said, "How cool would it be to have the home Cub pinstripes?" And I said, "Well, very, very cool." <laughs> we'll so, so we got those uniforms. And then uh, one night, one Sunday night. Uh, I'm just sitting there watching Sunday night baseball, and I get a phone call, and it's Tony. He goes, Are those Braves' red jerseys the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life? And I go, They are pretty <laughs> cool, Tone. Let's get them. So we got <laughs> we got those with the. Anyway, uh, hey, the Fort Wayne Comets were victorious last night on Coliseum ice, beating the Tulsa Oilers by a score of four to two. Tell us all about it, Shane.
10: Yeah, what do you know? Uh, I was able to, to uh, uh, get off uh, that, that slide they were on, and uh, it was a pretty impressive win. 4-2, uh, to two, uh, they never trailed. Uh, it was a solid performance. You got uh, uh, a power play goal and uh, excellent penalty killing, and that's one thing that has been missing uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks and really, really all season, especially teams that have been up and down. But a solid effort all the way around. Tyler Parks played great in goal and uh, great, a great uh, game to to start your uh, three games and three nights uh, spend here on
1: the weekend. Yes, indeed. And, of course, you know, you've been saying all season long on this program that there is a load of talent on this roster, and it's just a matter of getting these combinations together and blending, and uh, hopefully that will happen. And, uh, you know, when you look at last year, let's say at this time, the Comets were just starting to maybe, let's say, turn the corner because – I mean, by, by rights, they had a horrendous start in up to Thanksgiving. And, uh, it, and I remember, uh, you know, hearing about, well, maybe some uh, some personnel changes will be made to the team, to the roster. Uh, you know, so this, a heck of a lot more competitive in the standings than last year. But then again, the, the Fort Wayne Comet fans are, are not like other hockey fans. You don't have too many casual Comet hockey fans. Uh, that's for yeah, sure. uh,
10: you know uh, the the uh, the boo birds come out. You know if you lose, uh, even though the Comets had lost four in a row and uh, had uh, managed a point last Sunday, the Comets were still not under 500. And uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, people weren't happy, uh, and I think a lot of a lot of organizations would be quite happy with a 500 mark here going into the uh, first week of the second week of December. But you know the expectations are, are a little bit higher here, and I think we're. We're all better for that because you know complacency doesn't sit in. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I think uh, the players know what the expectation is. The organization uh, knows what it is, and you know, and again, they have not had uh, a lot of turnover as far as the roster. It's been a, a solid lineup, uh, but it's just been a lot of uh, a lot of fresh faces, a lot of uh, rookies as well. They're just learning the pro game, so you're starting to see those guys. Uh, starting to mature right along, and I, again, I, I think this team is going to be just fine. I don't think uh, there's not going to be any major moves uh, anytime soon. So uh, yeah, I think you know they're just going to stay the course, and you're going to see this team keep keep on getting better. And I think uh, you uh, hopefully uh, again tonight in Indy, you're going to see a, another good performance.
1: Yeah, I mean when you look at the the you know, central division of the Western Conference, I mean yeah, Toledo's in first place with 27 points, but the Comets with 20 are 1 point out of let's say second place. I mean, you know there's a log jam yeah. right in the middle, but hey, when you look at things, you, you get on a bit of a streak and if we can steal one in Indy tonight and then we've got Iowa tomorrow at home, who knows? You know, maybe hey, I don't want to say a 6 point weekend, but uh <laughs> love to see it.
10: Yeah, yo, know, you could be in you you know, the Comets were in second place to start last weekend. And they fell all the way uh, back to sixth. And like you said, you win three games, three nights. Hey, you're right back in second again. Look at that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how things fa- uh, turn, turn in this uh, division uh, because you're constantly playing each other. And last night was the rare game that you went outside of the division. And I think that was good because you finally got to look at some fresh faces, a new team that you haven't seen, you know, half a dozen times already. And I think uh, it was a bit
1: refreshing last night to see Tulsa come in. Yes, most definitely. Well, Shane, uh, we've got, uh, like I said, we got a home game tomorrow night uh, uh, against Iowa. That'll be a 5 p.m. start, is that correct? Yeah,
10: 5 o'clock at uh, Coliseum.
1: Okay, and then you're on uh, Whoa, Whoa tonight, and what time is the pregame in Indy?
10: I will be on at uh, around 6.50 tonight. Uh, start time is at 7.
1: All right. Well, Shane, thank you so much for joining us and uh, waking up early to <laughs> accommodate us and the listeners. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next Saturday.
10: All right, Jimmy. Thanks a
1: lot, buddy. All right. That was Shane Alberani, play by play voice of your Fort Wayne Comets. And uh already that's gonna just about do it for talking Sports. Goes by fast. It did. Yes. I, I look up. You're giving me the two minutes sign and go, no, it can't be yes it can. Okay. <laughs> well that's uh it's 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 been a nice one. It's uh thanks so much to Mike McCaffrey for joining us this morning, as he does each and every Saturday morning. Uh thanks to Lincoln, and Kaylee Schrock. Head coach of the Fort Wayne Spacemen, Comet legend, uh, all-around good guy. And uh, also thanks to Shane Alberani, play-by-play voice of the Fort Wayne Comets. And the Comets with a big win last night, 4-2 over the Tulsa Oilers. So that's going to do it for Talking Sports. Thanks so much to Brandon Pogorski for keeping it all so smooth. And thanks to you, the listener. Thanks for your text. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. So until next week, have a great week, everybody.
7: You've been miserable with joint pain for so long, you want and deserve relief, but you just keep putting off that call to QC Kinetics. Okay, now's the time. Hi, it's Caleb Hatch. Listen up. QC Kinetics is rolling out something huge for the first time ever. It's a voucher for $500 off your first joint pain treatment. That's right, $500 off. Whether it's your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, the QC Kinetics voucher applies to any area, but this is a limited-time offer, so no more putting off that call. QC Kinetics is the largest regenerative clinic in the country with tens of thousands of satisfied patients who are able to get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. So reach out to the team at QC Kinetics today and ask them, how can I get a $500 off voucher? They'll walk you through the steps and get you started on your way to relief. Don't wait. This is a limited time offer. Call for your free consultation today. QC Kinetics, 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. Again, 260-333-9383. Limited time only not valid with any other offer.
4: Now on MyDeals Fort Wayne, you can get two $25 certificates to Proof for the price of one. Come sample some of the good stuff from locally sourced beef and handmade tinctures to premium spirits and curated wines. Proof's menu is carefully crafted to showcase the freshest ingredients and flavors of modern American cuisine. From their delicious starters to mouthwatering main dishes and desserts, their menu has something for everyone. Head over to MyDealsFortWayne.com to purchase your deal.
3: The holidays, are going to be here before you know it. And Greg and the team at Honest Abe Roofing have an early holiday gift for you. Sign up for a new Honest Abe Roof now in 2023. Have it installed in 2024 and make no payments until 2025 for qualified buyers. Face it, prices continue to climb with everything from interest rates to material costs. Speak the price hikes and lock in current rates and pricing now. Call 286-ROOF and schedule your appointment. Honest Abe Roofing, Northeast Indiana's premier roofer. Call now, 286-ROOF.
5: Why? Why take a chance? Why risk a mistake? Why say something? We all have reasons why we choose to ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right. The word why can either paralyze us or empower us to stand up and protect what we love. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for
7: my family.
4: I see safe for my friends.
7: I see safe
4: for my students. We see safe for each other. I see safe because all of this matters. Podcasts
5: by Federated Media.